0: Okay, so here we are, here we are, welcome to, oh shit, falling off my chair, (coughs) welcome to Doc's Man Therapy, I guess you'd call this, Um, been trying to figure out what name I would give these small shows, Uh, I was thinking of um, mental health checks, but um, I'm not going to go with that. Uh, I'm going to go with man therapy for now um, so if you're a listener of this show, a long time listener, you would understand uh, the way my mind works a little bit so I can uh, I'm pretty susceptible to um, ups and downs I've been a pretty happy-go-lucky guy for most of my life uh, probably the last four or five years that hasn't been the case I've been quite um anxious from time to time probably had depression a few times I've never been told i've got had depression even though I've seen a psychologist many many times I've never been actually diagnosed with uh with uh depression but the reason i guess for this um for this show is I'm just really sick of um sick of what people are going through in today's society and particularly young men um you know there's Four out of my five mates, five best mates, I've <laughs> more than five mates, actually, have. believe it or not, I've probably got seven or eight mates. No, but um, I've got five best mates and me, and four out of the five of them have been on suicide watch. Well, one of them suicidal now, one of them tried to kill himself last year, one of them was suicidal about 18 months ago, and around that same time, another one wasn't suicidal, but was um, not doing great. And we kind of had discussed, you know, like, you know, just really looking out for him. And then I got another mate who's just cruising. So it's just, um, yeah, it's just a bit shit. So I'm just trying to, if you're a listener that likes our engaging shows with um, guests and banter and talking about the universe and talking about sport and talking about, you know, comedy or corrupt cops, child soldiers, all that interesting stuff that we have with our guests, then this show might not be for you, but if you're interested in hearing, if you're interested in a look behind the curtain into my brain, then here we go. So, so, I want to first start off by giving myself a rate of perceived wellness. So, RPW, we'll call it, rate of perceived wellness. So out of 10, how happy would you say, how, how much wellness would I have in my life? And I would say that oh, before yesterday, I was going to say, I was thinking about recording two days ago, I was going to say six, I'm probably going to say, I'm probably going to say a four. And I'm not talking today, I'm talking like, let's say the last two months. No, 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 can't be a four the last two months. I'm a four probably today. Uh, The last two months I've probably been a six. And the last week I've probably been a four. So seven's that fence sitting number. So seven's basically average, I would say. Um, Eight is, you know, verging on, geez, going really good. And six is below average. So I'd probably say the last three months I've been below average. And the last week I've been a four for sure, like a fucking dead set four. So why is that? Why have I been a six? Why have I been a four? So, um, and this is not super easy or comfortable for me to talk about, but those of you that are listening probably want to get something out of it or you you know me well enough to be interested. But so... I've always been a happy guy, a social guy, you know, positive guy. I really, really do believe that. But over the last 12 weeks, I have had increasingly crippling social anxiety and not so much crippling as in I'll go out and be anxious to talk to people day to day. Like now the last week I've been pretty bad, but... The last 12 weeks in general, like in the day I'm alright, but what has been going on is I've had this really strange phenomenon where my life was going quite good, you know, Athena's growing really well, I'm doing a great job, there's no stress in the business, everybody's getting along, so it works good. I've just started training again full time and, and really enjoying it, weightlifting, Um So that couldn't be going any better either. But I've had this anxiety where I've had 12, say the last 12 weekends, I've had 12 events. I don't think there's been a weekend where I've had nothing on. I've had 12 12 events. I've had Corey's birthday, um, (coughs) Deeks's missus' birthday, uh, commons, work party from from the commons, um, roadies going away party, uh... Grand Final and a night with Tice One, two, three, four, and then like six other things. And over the last twelve weeks, because I'm a social butterfly, and over the last twelve weeks, I've really, really wanted to go to every one of these events. Um, I work by myself. I have a team of twelve, but I work by myself every day. Um, I have housemates, but you know we do our own thing. I got you know, and I'm single, obviously as well, and. So, I really need to go out and, and be silly and, and be social and so forth. So, I've had 12 things on in 12 weeks, and I've gone to two of them, and the other 10, I've wanted to go. Most of the time, I've gotten into the shower, you know, gotten ready, out of the shower, sitting, sitting getting ready, and then I've either got like most of my clothes on. All of my clothes on. Most of my clothes on and I just stop and I stare at my feet for an hour and then I decide I'm not going to go. Or all of my clothes on, I go sit on the couch in my lounge room and I don't step out the door. So, that's fucked up. And I can't really seem to break through this rut of not being able to go to these things. For, for example... Like, Rodi's going away party was in St. Andrews where I grew up and it was on a Saturday. I did whatever I did in the morning, worked. Then I hired a car, cost me 60 bucks for the day. I drove 90 minutes, got ready at my mum's place around the corner from where the event was. And then I fucking got showered and, and getting my clothes on and I sat and stared at my feet for 45 minutes. And then decided, oh, I'm not going. So I have this fucking crippling anxiety of not being able to step through the door and actually go to these social events. So so I'm not going well in that regard. And yeah, it's actually killing me. So that's annoying. Last night I had a, you could say it was a date, I guess. Um, I was catching up with a a girl from the Commons, a girl that I I really like. I think she's cool. Um, well, we were just going to hang out, like it was, but it was probably more, it was probably a bit of a date, you know. But anyway, it was a beautiful day, 24 degrees. Sun was out. We were pumped, like chatting back and forth about what we we're gonna do. Uh, I woke up yesterday. Now it's why I'm, at, where I'm where I'm at is a four. I'm at the point where it's like the last week's been really fucked. So, well, let me first go back to the two times I have gone out. So, I went out with my buddy Tyce, who's a he's a weapon. He's just a champion, a really great guy, and I went out with Tyce about six weeks ago. And we went to the s b and we just couldn't get a groove me and Tice. we just couldn't 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 relax and couldn't really get anything going you know we wanted to talk to some girls you know having like chatting to dudes having a beer or whatever it just me and Tice are normally pretty pretty good you know as a team as a just just banter wise and and, and fun wise and and you know like meeting fr- meeting people and and having a good time and we just couldn't seem to break into it and I think me you know I blame the move that mood that I was in uh, a really big part to play in that. Not I, I ended up I ended up just Tyson up talking to a girl late at night, and I was trying to talk to all these other people and just trying to you know have fun and just have a good light-hearted conversation. And just I just couldn't couldn't handle it, couldn't get it, couldn't ha- couldn't do it. So I ended up bailing. I just walked out of the joint. I just fucked off and. I ended up so annoyed and angry and frustrated. This is how much this whole period has pissed me off, that I would have looked like a dead-set psychopath. So I walked home from this place, which is like a good hour, and along the walk, I was cursing and swearing under my breath, like, fucking 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 and like clenching my fists and like throwing my arms around like a fucking psychopath like some like a junkie that can't you know formulate his thoughts or can't 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 keep his head together and i just i've never done that before i was just so so tired mentally tired and mentally just drained and over it i'm just so over feeling just like not my normal self and not being able to just converse with people and have fun and have a laugh and so that's one of the times and then the grand final weekend this weekend uh, Richmond in the grand final so I had um, an interview here in the studio with my mate Nick and that was a great interview I had so much fun I felt really comfortable and really you know normal I just felt relaxed and and we had a great, great time. And and then I was a bit late, but I rushed down to Richmond and and caught up with Tommy and Mac, two of my all-time favourite buddies. And I just couldn't couldn't relax there either. I was at this bar and and uh, I was at this bar and they were up and about kind of when I got there. They had a few beers, you know. I was only two hours late, but they were they were relatively, you know, you know into it and that's that's normally that's cool that should be no issue but yeah I just couldn't handle it couldn't uh couldn't couldn't relax it was all right we we're having some fun talks and i met a few people and whatever but I just I just couldn't couldn't relax fully and couldn't get into it and then for some reason the boys had some some gear some illicit you know whatever some MD or whatever they wanted to take I don't know if they end up taking it or they were talking about maybe taking it and I had some magic mushrooms in my fridge so I took them along and this is where I, you know, I'm an idiot like this. I I don't really... You should never fuck with magic mushrooms whether it's, you know, you shouldn't really take them on your own in general but I take them on my own a fair bit but you certainly shouldn't, you know, it's not ideal to go to a bar and get pissed and get on mushies but that's what I decided to do and didn't really work well for me. I started tripping a little bit and then I actually... What I actually did was... Um, so, on my Instagram... Fuck, this is embarrassing. But on my Instagram, I follow about 20 brands and about three friends, my brother being one of them, or, you know, from his family. And then I follow, like, 20 just pretty girls from around Melbourne and th- that I've just, like, seen around the traps. I'm like, oh, that girl's cute and whatever. And, you know, slide into their DMs 97% of the time pretty unsuccessfully, all that kind of stuff, you know, just creepy guy stuff. Um... And yeah, there's this girl that I, um, I was looking at like, uh, don't know what I was looking at, but f- um, saw this chick and I was like, oh, she's real pretty. Uh, and then, you know, I like watch her Instagram stories, all that, you know, as I said, this is just a look behind the curtain to, to me as a person and, and how much of a creep I am, I guess. But, but anyway, so we're at the, this is my own fault, you know, I shouldn't have taken the mushies, but we're at this bar and um, Mac and Tommy you know, they were doing their thing and they were pretty up and about and I just, I wasn't and then anyway, I was just started to trip on mushies a bit and then the boys walked over to this girl, they started talking to this girl that I had followed on Instagram and started chatting to her and her friends and in an ideal normal situation, like that would be my cue to go and sit down and introduce myself to her or her friends or whatever and Normally, like, I'm fucking pretty good to talk to and pretty engaging and a good bloke or whatever. And it all would have fucking just been whatever. Would it would have just been, a, it would have been good. Whatever happened would have been good. But I saw what was going on. I saw that this was this, you know, particular chick that I'd followed. And I don't know what the fuck went on in my head. Well, I, again, I shouldn't have taken mushrooms and been out like I was and been drinking. But I saw it, saw the scenario, saw how it was playing out. And I felt subpar, felt shit. And I literally fucking ran out of the club. Like, the bar, wherever we were. I ran out of there. Fuck. And then I walked home fucking kicking up fucking dust. You know, like, kicking rocks like a fucking nerd. And cursing myself and fucking just, like, just so down. Uh, And then yeah and then anyway so so that's the last 12 weekends you know 10 uh, times I've gone to go out and pulled out um, two times I've gone out and had a fucking shit one real shit time nothing against my friends I love my friends they're the best you know but I have haven't had a good time either of these times I've been out and then yesterday as I go back to what I was talking about earlier yesterday I had you know probably this date you would call it with this girl and, and it was going to be good to catch up. Even if it wasn't, didn't work out to be a date, it was just like we were just hanging out, whatever. I was super excited for it. I was looking forward to it. Like Weather was going to be pumping. We were chatting about all this fun stuff we were going to do. We could have done, you know, whatever. And then I woke up yesterday and I fucking just felt like I had a fucking knife through my heart in the morning. In bed, I woke up, opened my eyes and I thought, okay, cool, this is a bad day. This is a very, very bad day, and nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna be good today. So I told her, I said, "Look, you don't know me that well, but I have some, you know, some, some times at the moment I have bad days, and this happens to be a particularly bad day." And I pulled the pin on our thing that we're gonna do, and. Oh man, yesterday was a fucking cunt. It was one of the worst days ever. So, yeah. So, this is man therapy. This is man therapy with the doc. So, one good thing that I was able to do uh, yesterday was I was able to meet with Daryl uh, Daryl's my psychologist, and yeah, I really, really love the guy. Um, <clears throat> I know that, you know, I pay him for his time, but I, I feel like he really cares, you know, and he's, he's one of my mates. Um, and that's what a good psychologist will be to to somebody. So I went and saw Daryl, and, you know, I've probably seen Daryl, what would it be now? Um, it would be easy 30 times over the last three or four years. And Basically, all of my issues come back to the point of me needing to be loved and accepted and popular and so forth. I know everybody likes that, like you know, everybody likes to feel like people like them and they have lots of friends and whatever. but but me, like I hang everything on that. I hang my whole my whole um, self-worth is around. You know, am I the most popular guy in the room? Do people think I'm cool? Do people think I'm successful? Fucking blah, blah, blah. So I'm not a m- moron at the same time. I don't consciously think, I don't consciously see somebody and go, oh, cool, I hope this person thinks I'm cool or, you know, like, I'm a, whatever. <coughs> but subconsciously, deep down, I've had, uh, this is, I'm embarrassed when I tell this story, but because I don't want to sound like I'm trying to tell, convince people how cool I am. But Daryl said it to me one day. He said, okay, cool. I told him about everything to do with my social anxiety and what have you. And he said, okay, cool. And if you've heard this podcast, you know, <laughs> if you have listened to every show on this podcast, you would have heard me talk about this before. But he's, he said to me, all right, cool. Let me ask you about your childhood how was your primary school time? And I said, yeah, it was great. I really loved it. He said, all right, my next question, how would you have ranked yourself in order of popularity from one to 100 or whatever, 100 kids in the class? And I said to Daryl, I said, well, that's a ridiculous thing to have to do And he said, well, I want you to, you know, I want you to do the exercise. What would you rank yourself? And I said, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I would have been ranked. He goes, think back, think of some examples or whatever. And I said, okay, cool. I remember one time um, that I was driving to Dramana Basketball Stadium. I remember it perfectly. I was in year seven. I don't remember much from year seven, but I was driving to Dramana Basketball Stadium with my friend, Will Anderson, And we're talking about Leah Smith and how cool and popular and pretty and whatever she was at school. And I said to Will, I was like, man, she was the most popular girl in school by a mile. And we both laughed. And I said, I wonder who the most popular guy in school was. And Will just, he threw his head back and he said, oh, he goes, oh, mate, you're such a a fucking arrogant cunt or whatever. You're such a, and I was like, what are you talking about, mate? And he was alluding to the fact that it was me. And then I thought about it when Daryl asked me this question. It didn't feel like it was me, but then looking back on it, I would say it would have been. And, you know, my primary school buddies are probably going to be like, whoa, ho, ho, fucking have a listen to this bloke. But look, it probably was the case. And then same thing in high school, you know, Daryl asked me how was high school. I said, great, I, f- I loved every minute of it. He said, where would you rank yourself? I said, oh, I don't know, Daryl." He goes, rank yourself from one to 100. And I said, well, I don't really know. And he goes, think it back, think of some examples. And then I gave him the example of um, in year 12, I got voted biggest champ. There was 20 awards at the end of the year and 18 of them were piss take awards. You know, person most likely to have three children by the time they're 20, person most likely to be unemployed when they're older, person most likely to go to the moon, um, whatever. And there was two awards that really mattered. The, the second last one was the... Not mattered, but... There was two awards that you wanted to win. The second last one was the greatest comedic talent, and that was my mate j Jaden, he's the funniest bloke of all time. Jaden actually used his powers for bad sometimes. Um, but he was a fucking funny bloke. And then there was... Um, biggest champ and this was all voted on by the year level so and then there was biggest champ and I won the biggest champ award that was like the last award and it was a bit of a shock but it was really cool I really liked it got this framed plaque thingy or whatever and but that's kind of how I feel like my high school was I think I was probably if I was to rank myself you know me and my friends ran the show you know all that stuff popularity wise and blah 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 all that crap and I was probably at the real pointy end of it and Again, my mates from school will probably say you're a fucking wanker for saying this, but I probably would have ranked myself maybe number one or number two or number three. But Daryl asked me, I said probably number one. And he said, what about after school? I said, mate, I you know I just partied, you know, and then I, for three years, four years, five years, I just partied, and then for three, four, five years, I just travelled. He said, oh, okay, same same exercise. How would you rank yourself? I, would, I said, oh, everywhere I went, you know, my crew were the people you wanted to be around and you know i was always instigating stuff and whatever and normally and same deal all the way through travel everything so up until about 28 27 28 when i started adventure fit and started to try and knuckle down and create a business or whatever and daryl said to me he said you know the one thing that you have against you the worst thing that ever happened to you is you had everything go your way for your whole entire life um you know i didn't get picked on you know I didn't when I was in under 12s and 14s in football junior football I won every award that the junior football league that I played in had to give out I won them twice you know so I was always I never had um, I just always felt like the center of attention I guess and because of that i go into fight or flight mode my anxiety anxiety goes off i go into fight full flight or fight fight or flight mode when i'm not the center of attention so it's just a fucking it's just so i have this thing about going out and this is what daryl reckons so i have this thing about you know i won't put myself in a situation where i'm feeling subpar if I feel like I'm going to go somewhere, this is subconsciously again, this isn't stuff that I think about day to day and I actively, oh, okay, cool, this is what I'm thinking. But if I'm tired, if I'm run down, if there's a large group of people that, I, that I'm you know intimidated by, if I haven't seen someone in a while, if there's going to be heaps of drinking involved and I feel like I've got something on the next day and it's going to affect that, I can't go step foot, go out and put myself in a position where... I'm subpar. So Daryl always talks about subpar, like a below average version of myself. I won't allow it. I just won't, I won't allow it. And so therefore, my brain tells me, it says, okay, cool. We're not going to let you go out tonight. We're going to protect you. It's safer to stay indoors. Then you don't have to worry about that new group of people. You don't have to worry about that girl that you like. You don't have to worry about that, you know, potential business, you know, um, opportunity that might be there on the on the particular evening. It's going to be safer if we stay here. So I'm going to shut everything down. I'm going to shut your body down. I'm going to shut your mind down. I'm going to turn you into a zombie and we're going to stay safe. And that's what's going on. So, Daryl talked about yesterday, um, Daryl talked about he wanted me to uh, think about the idea of going out and being subpar, being you know a really poor version of myself, a version of myself that doesn't make people smile, a version of myself that doesn't make jokes and and and, and improve the vibe of the evening, a person that won't make a great impression first impression on somebody he wanted me to you know. Think about and get comfortable with the idea of being subpar and being okay with that. And yesterday, I felt sick all day yesterday, like sick from anxiety, sick, like physically sick. Like I was found it really difficult to eat. Um, tried to force feed myself. I haven't trained all week because so I've been feeling fucked, but I have been training lots and I, I need to keep, I need to eat. So, anyway, when Daryl asked me, um, you know, how does it feel? Sit with the idea of sit with the idea of um, going out and and you know being subpar and having people that might say, "Hey, that bill guy, you know, he's not all that he's cracked up to be, or he, you know, he wasn't very engaging, or whatever." How does that feel? And yesterday, when he challenged me with that, it made me feel like I wanted to throw up. Um, it made me feel. As if I was going to vomit, which is not a fucking good sign. Dead set, like hot water in the mouth, all that fucking crap. Whatever. So, um, so I have a problem with my hands. I have a problem with my hands because I am, uh, I'm stuck in this feedback loop of I want to go out. I want to go out. I want to go out but I feel a little bit subpar. So fuck it, I'm not going to go out, which makes me feel more subpar, which makes it harder to go out next time. And I don't go out that next time and I feel more subpar again. And I've I've just got no confidence whatsoever. No personal confidence, social confidence. I've got no fucking confidence whatsoever inside of my body right now. And I've got this feedback loop that keeps feeding, feeding itself that I... I can't shake myself out of it and I don't really know what to do. So so that's where I'm at, um, man therapy-wise, rate of perceived wellness-wise. I'm in a fucking shit situation right now. But the good thing is I've never and I don't really, I just can't ever, I don't, know about these suicidal thoughts i just i don't i've never had them and i just i've been so down so 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 down in the past and for long periods of time and i've never i've never got them so look i that's a positive because everyone seems to be wanting to kill themselves left right and center around me at the moment which is not nice um so look but i do have you know i've got it i've got some issues and shit i need to address so that's a look behind the curtain um on my life, really, and what's going on. So, thanks to anyone who's listened. Um, <clears throat> so, actions for me I've got a wellness board, um, you know, and I, and I keep a checklist of things that I'm doing in my days and weeks to, to keep on top of things, um, to try and feel good and feel, you know, the best that I can. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to get Eight hours sleep every day. I'm trying to really prioritize sleep, and I'm also just reading a book called Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, and I'm really excited to put some of that into action and try and um, try and try and shake myself free from the grips of social media a little bit. So, so that's what's going on, um, and I guess I'll just check in with you guys in a couple of weeks, and we'll go from there. But um, so thanks for listening. Before we um, before we wrap it up. Uh, I just want to give some thanks and shout-outs to some of our, um, some of our listeners and some of the supporters of the show. Um, so, my mate, Bertie uh, Woodhead, at Bertie Woodhead on, uh, on Instagram, he, uh, he wrote to me on, uh, on Instagram and he said, hey, I have to say, mate, considering you're an Aussie, you're not half bad. Really enjoyed your last podcast, hit home on several levels and made me rethink about a load of things. Thanks for your honesty you're actually not too bad of a cunt. Thanks, Bertie. Also had another, um, another message come in uh, in the last couple of days as well. And another one of our shows, I'm not going to read out the person that this was, but I'm going uh, to read it out anyway. Um, it's pretty full on. But um, hey, mate, been rolling around this, rolling around this in my head for a while. That session where you talked about mental health and depression, thank you for talking about it. It's important. Sometimes we as men don't get the right, uh, Some, sometime, something we as men don't get right, I don't think. I went way, way down that road after I got back from Afghanistan for any number of reasons to the point where I nearly suck-started one of my rifles. Point is, reaching out and getting help is hard and dialogue breaks down the stigma. So thank you. So that listener, I know that listener personally and I think that, um, I think that yeah, he will, so th- he, will uh, he will know thanks for um, thanks for reaching out there um, another another message um, I think doing the mental health check-ins is a great idea you're absolutely right we're currently in, the ment- in a mental health epidemic it's hard to put your finger on what we can do as individuals but talking about it as a collective can't be a bad place to start so if anyone has feedback for the show feedback for me um, my Instagram is at the Bill Kerr. Uh, you can reach out to me there. That's always good. Anybody that wants to email me directly, I get a lot of emails as well from stuff like this. I have in the past. It's doc at athena.co. D-O-C at A-T-H-Y-N-A dot co. Um, yeah, send me any uh, any info you have. If this show's helped you or any other shows that we've had, if you've got any feedback, any thoughts, um, we'd love to hear them. So, as always, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, This is Man Therapy, 3rd of the 10th, 2019 with Bill Kerr um, and I'll, I'll check in with you guys in a couple of weeks. Peace.